Hello, this is Secrets in Nature. Thank you for joining <laughs> us for another week. Thank you for being here today. Is that from The Princess Diaries? Thank you for being here today. It definitely is. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like so many people say that. Well, welcome back. My name is Lexi. And I'm Rachel. And I have an affirmation for you today to start it off on a positive note. She's sticking with the segment she invented and almost forgot about. Yeah, I can't say I invented it because like so many other podcasts do this, but... Oh my goodness, <laughs> let us have this. Okay, so the affirmation is, I invest my time and energy where it feels right for me and I choose to focus on experiences that are life-sustaining, not life-draining. Life-sustaining, not life-draining. Yes. You hear that, people? <laughs> At myself. Did you hear that, Lexi? Invest your time properly. I like that affirmation. Yeah, I found that on Pinterest, just like everything else. <laughs> I got my hair cut and I found that inspiration on Pinterest. Pinterest is the best. I Now that I have um, a blonde bob, I've been looking for Halloween costume inspiration because that's where I am mentally, you know, on August 7th or whenever whatever day this is and there was just so many ideas on pinterest yeah to work with so i'm excited i'm pretty sure tomorrow the 8th is supposed to be the lion's gate portal oh yeah i don't really know anything about it me either <laughs> but people are making a big deal out of Baby it so it must steps. be special i am just starting to like get into like full moon and new moon things and like what they mean and with each or what they mean with each sign and it's like baby steps like I need to take it one month at a time and like focus on whatever it is because I can't like learn about too many things at once you yeah. know what I mean and I feel like watching videos I the information does not stick in my brain like I watched like multiple videos about people talking about it and I couldn't tell you what they said I, mean, I need to like read about it <laughs> it's like they're like speaking a different language yeah it's like in my brain one second then gone I love when people get on Instagram and they're like oh my god guys like do you feel the energy shift and I want so badly to be like hell yeah I feel it but I'm just like scratching my head like hmm do I feel it I don't yeah. know I don't <laughs> quite know I have a lot of feelings every single day so how am I supposed to know <laughs> what the hell it's coming from but anyways I mean it's it's nice to blame it on something else yeah I just want to say that I came home yesterday I literally left I was like I'm gonna go to like Goodwill turns out there's no Goodwill near me there's <laughs> only like a donation center and not an actual store which there's, there's there's two donation centers and no stores which is really annoying but I went to I like was driving home and I passed this plant store and I went in and I got a plant and I'm, as soon as I walked into the door with this plant my boyfriend looked me dead in the eyes without smiling and he was like weird hot girl energy <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, okay you're weirdo. leave me and my snake plant alone actually it's a spider plant leave me and my spider plant alone I mix them up snake plants and spider plants they look very different don't though. kill it <laughs> i'll do my best okay i like was i asked the girl in the store i was like i need something that is cat friendly and she said oh like i have the perfect the perfect thing for you she hands me a spider plant and it's really small and she's like we actually have a whole bunch of these you can like pick out any of them and i picked like the most sturdy like like i, I picked like a big one that like had a lot of leaves and looked like it mm -hmm. had a fighting chance you know did she tell you if you have to repot it? I feel like the ones you get at Lowe's and Home Depot, you should like repot because they don't really take that great of care of their plants. <laughs> I just like, but mine's like 
one of those ones that's hanging and I don't have like another pot that hangs. So I'm like, I don't want it to die, but like I also don't have something Get to Get one of in. those macrame like no, things that No, those stretch. are so annoying. I used to have one and like I'd have to gently take out every vine between like the macrame. It was oh, like yeah. such a process. It's annoying. I want to like DIY that shit and like go to Michael's and get some yarn, not yarn, but like thick string that I could mm-hmm. use and like make my own because they're so expensive. It's like a pe- it's like a bundle of string and it's like thirty dollars yeah. and I'm like get out of here. I can make that. <laughs> yeah, my grandma was telling me that she used to make them. Does she have any left over that she would like to donate to the cause? I don't think so. It's probably like forty years ago. <laughs> I, I I saw this video yesterday. I was working and it was the cutest video ever on TikTok. It was about like two ducks becoming friends. Like, this girl got this duck and no one wanted it. Like, she was trying to, like, she was fostering it. Mm. And she ended up keeping it because, like, no one wanted it. And, like, it didn't get along with, like, any of the other animals, any of the other ducks. She was fostering a duck. Yeah. I think she was Australian. Like, they do that stuff there. (laughs) They do things like foster ducks. (laughs) Then she finally found, like, someone called her and was like, we we see this, like, random duck. I guess they're, like, these specific ducks that are, like, really friendly or, like, they were raised by humans. And they just, like, come up to you. So she found another one and then they became best friends and now they're like inseparable and they're so happy together. And like I was literally crying. (laughs) Like I was full like tears streaming down my face because it was like too much to handle. Like it was too heartwarming. Wait, can you send it to me? I need to trick myself into crying. I've noticed like when I'm actually like angry or sad, it's like really hard to get myself to cry it out. But like watching really, really happy things like engagements I like don't even know why that gets me emotional like I think I don't I I have no like thoughts but like watching engagement videos makes me cry and like watching videos of like someone like surprising somebody makes me cry I want to yeah send me the duck video I need to see I need to see it it was like a voiceover video and the girl was like she no longer I think her name was like Henrietta she's like Henrietta no longer cried out in loneliness (laughs) I was like oh my god I'm gonna start bawling. Oh, the duck was crying mm-hmm. out in loneliness. Yeah, before it found its friend. Oh my I'm god! Like, That's the thing about TikTok. You'll just be like on there watching stupid ass videos, and then you see one like that, and you're just like crying, and you're like, "Oh my god, I actually have to like go somewhere in five minutes." And you just like <laughs> cry it. Wait, that's been me on my way to work. Like I've been listening to these podcasts, and the, whenever they get like a little bit like talking about like how all all of us as humans are just like inherently worthy, and like none of us know it, like that shit makes me emotional, and I always i'm crying on my way to work because <laughs> i'm like oh my god you're so right like we're just so deserving and none of us think we are and then i have to like wipe my tears and go into the building so i know what you mean <laughs> it's, and then i remind myself it's good to cry it's good to release oh my god that's why i need to trick myself into doing it okay should we get into this week's topic let's do it so we're gonna be talking about conspiracy theories nothing like too serious or out there but (laughs) we actually did this before almost a year ago we've done it a few times actually we did one in the first season but it was all like national park it was like nature related ones oh yeah and then we did like a unsolved mysteries and national parks which was honestly a really good episode and then we recorded like a regular reddit conspiracy like no specific topic just any like reddit conspiracy theory that we thought was interesting and it's on youtube if you want to go watch it it never hit the hit the airwaves only the youtube airwaves yeah (laughs) so go watch that 
Wait, so I was going to say, I honestly, first of all, I never have had Reddit on my phone in my life until Rachel suggested the last Reddit conspiracy theory episode. And at first I didn't like that. I found it really overwhelming. And honestly, I don't recommend doing this. Like, I don't recommend going on Reddit and searching conspiracy theories because it will create panic in you and overwhelm you. Or at least, like, it created panic in me. (laughs) And I don't like some of the theories that I saw. And unfortunately, I have a habit of believing everything I read on the internet. (laughs) But luckily, you don't have to scroll Reddit for conspiracy theories until you become fearful for humanity because we did that for you. And we filtered out the scary ones. Only the fun ones. Here on Secrets in Nature. Yeah. Lexi was really a Reddit hater. For a while <laughs> and you also have to really work for the good theories like you have to work through like the countless jfk oh aliens might be real chew on that and it's <laughs> like your typical run-of-the-mill ones you really have to filter through all of that how about you go first you sound like you have some promising ones what do you not uh, we'll see <clears throat> so let's just do what we do best and allow our human brains to try to make sense of things because we can't accept that some things might just mean nothing. Okay, ready? Go. Oh, I'm going first. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to bring back, I went back and watched our old one that's on YouTube and I want to talk about this again since it didn't get published, but I think the theory, so they say that like cats have a parasite and when you become a cat owner, you just accept that you also will be carry a carrier of that parasite from now on and I think it's called toxoplasma I think that's the name of the parasite I guess it's in their their litter I don't know or in their poop I don't know yeah toxoplasmosis so the theory is that it's been said throughout history that cats chose to be domesticated like way back like you can trace it back to ancient Egypt maybe even before that I don't know but that they literally chose to be domesticated and They say that like their (laughs) the theory on Reddit was like this parasite in their poop is literally their form of mind control. And that's how they not only chose to be domesticated, but also how we have crazy cat people now that are like obsessed with their cats. I feel like there's way more crazy dog people. (laughs) That's what you said. That's what you said in the last video. (laughs) There are people are obsessed with their dogs. I know. But like think when I think about it, like my cat is so bad and so misbehaved and I still am just obsessed with him. So are people's dogs. As someone that pets, it's, just trust me. Trust me on that. The other day, my dog, Buddy, like totally coughed. Like he was behind me in the car and he just hacked one up right on me. Like his <laughs> like food particles were are all over my human shirt. Human children do that. And their parents teach them nothing. Yeah, but that's a child and not a dog. <laughs> it's disgusting. Kids are just coughing always into the air. Uh, no hand over their mouth. Yeah, like <laughs> literally disgusting. All right, your turn. Okay. So this person said the 10-year challenge on Facebook in 2018, which encouraged Facebook users to upload pictures from 2008 and a current one from 2018 was actually a front by programmers to gain data and examples to train facial recognition and age progression software. I don't even remember that because I don't go on Facebook, but... I saw that one. And someone in the comments said, like, the facial recognition had to have gotten so good since we've been, like, masked for so long. Yeah. But I guess, like, no one... I don't know how often people were posting Facebook pictures in their masks, but more than they were before, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, my phone doesn't recognize my face with the mask on. And then another one is... I've heard this before, like, tons of times. Chapstick companies put something in the chapstick that makes your lips more dry. 
I think that applies to many <laughs> products. Yeah, she said apparently this is true. I don't know like the full like data on it, but I'm sure it is. I know. Well, people in the comments were all saying like if you just drink, if you just quit chapstick for like three months, like give it three months and drink a ton of water, your lips will just adapt and then you won't need it anymore. I don't know if I could physically make it through the three months, but it it is worth it. It does sound like it's worth a try. Yeah. I don't use like ch- the chapstick brand anymore or like cheap chapsticks. I try to use like natural ones. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's made a huge difference because I used to, if I just didn't have chapstick on for like five minutes, like my lips would just hurt. Yeah. And like, I don't have any chapstick on right now and I'm perfectly fine. I think it really depends on the brands. Like try to get more natural ones that are like shea butter and coconut oil and like that kind of stuff and not well you can actually tell if like it's a shitty chapstick because your lips will be dry so fast yeah you'll just know i like the one is it from coco kind yes i love their products yeah it's like a giant stick of the matcha the matcha one i use the i think it's pomegranate it has like a slight tint to it i really like that one and it lasts forever because it's like thick I need to get that one. I don't like the matcha one because it makes your lips literally green. But Yeah, definitely get the pomegranate one. It, it's like berry um, colored. We I had one that was kind of related to the facial recognition. This is from Tangible Malice. The idea of selfies was created by the government in order for there to be a valid reason to have a front-facing camera on your cell phone, thereby making it easier to spy on people. And I guess like maybe... That kind of makes a lot of sense when you think about it, but I had never thought about it before. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I mean, they're really seeing it all. Yeah, but most of the time my phone's like flat, you know, so like what can they actually see? Like I don't prop my phone up while I'm like getting ready. <laughs> well, this other person said front facing cameras are tracking your eye movements to see what catches your attention so it can better advertise to you. And then someone even commented and said, and I don't e- even know if this is true. Um, I don't think my home, my phone has this, but I know there are newer iPhones than mine, so maybe it's the newer ones. Someone commented saying the newer iPhones have the front-facing camera on the actual touchscreen part, so you couldn't even, like, tape over it or something if you wanted to without messing up the entire touchscreen, which is kind of insane. Yeah. And genius on their part, if that's really the reason why it's like that. Wow. That's kind of freaky. Is your phone like that? We have the same phone. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I just know that you haven't got a new phone. I'm just, I just know everything about you. Aw, bestie. (laughs) No, but seriously, I think that's kind of freaky. I mean, if they're like tracking my eye movements, I don't really care. But that is weird. (laughs) (laughs) They're targeting, the the ads are targeted regardless. Like they're listening. I don't care if you see where my eyes go. I think it's creepier that they're listening, not that they're watching our eyes. You just need to accept it. Like, people are always like, oh, my God, like, our phones are listening. Like, like if you ever see The Social Dilemma, which is so good, please go. I don't even know if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it. What are you doing? It's so good. I haven't. <laughs> you have to watch it. It's so good. And the kid from Santa Clarita Diet is in it. Anyway. Really? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, get with it. Jeez. Um, I'm telling you what you should be doing. Um, but like he like puts his phone away and like makes makes an effort to not go on it for like a week or something. Like I, I think he makes like a bet with his dad. And my phone does this too. Like and I don't go on Facebook. But like if you don't go on certain apps, it starts just popping up notifications and sending you emails like, oh, this person posted or like this person commented on this person. Like it's insane how they're trying to get you to just go back on your phone. Anyway, the point of all this was just like by having a cell phone you're already just like accepting that they're gonna try 
try to get you in every way possible so I feel like you can't really stress over oh are they looking at my eye movements like you know what I mean yeah turn those notifications off I think I turned Instagram notifications off in like 2013 oh my god I saw a theory that was like tiktok is like the first step and it was like very in-depth i'm not doing it justice but it was like tiktok is the first step of human and technology integration and here's why and that's when i had to shut my phone off and be like all right we're done we have everything we need there's no more to see here and that's when i started spiraling so dude the freaking metaverse like what is that we're not talking about we're not talking about it not here not today (laughs) it's a no for me no to the metaverse we need um anyway hello the world is burning up has anyone noticed that so i think we need to focus on like the real world and not some like fake world i just i'm kind of freaked out right now with like the state of the world because it seems like everywhere is 100 degrees and that's like really scary because it's not normal and it's like i heard even in montana it's 100 degrees and like the buffalo they can't even walk they have to just lay on the ground because it's just that hot and like they're not made to be in a hundred degree heat and like same with all the other animals that are like suffering and then like europe's having a heat wave united states is having a heat wave a lot of places luckily not here but a lot of places are having really bad droughts it's scary and i'm like are people like not opening their eyes did you see what happened in disney no they had a flash flood up to people's waist like in the parks yeah like people were on rides getting hailed like has having hail come at them (gasps) and like people were having to like carry their kids on like their heads like scary and it's never happened before my god remember people were like guarding the targets people will be (laughs) maybe waking up because it's disney i feel like that's when people will be like we need to do something yeah it's freaky (laughs) but that is like end of the world shit right there i mean the list of end of the world shit is like monumental from the last few years everything could be like straight out of a movie i feel like and then i don't know what it will take for people to finally be like i guess don't look up kind of explained why that's like not the case like there will never be like a moment where everyone collectively is on the same page no matter what even if the end of the world was tomorrow but yeah i guess you never know it's like the weather is getting so extreme it's like freaking me out and people apparently people are upset that this happened in disney i'm like get used to it (laughs) like (laughs) you know this is like the world we live in now pandemics and flash floods and drought and heat waves um i don't know what happened to the murder hornets but i'm pretty sure i've been seeing these like bees around my house that are the size of my hand it, i was like is this that i find them like everyone was wondering where they went did i find them oh i know what they are what are they um they're in our neighborhood too do they have like um go into the earth and they have like mounds of sand i've never seen it go into the earth i saw one that was trapped in my garage and i saw another one that was just around a bush oh they're cicada killers i think they're harmless to humans they're so big they are huge i know it literally looks like it could kill you i have to walk past them like every time i go for a walk in the neighborhood because they're everywhere but they've never like hurt me the freaking lantern flies they're more vicious oh my god i mean they don't hurt you but they like land on you if you're not familiar the lantern flies are like an invasive species in like the philly new jersey area my cat killed one the other day what a king <laughs> yeah <laughs> he loves to go outside and, and like try to kill the bugs i'm not saying that's like adorable or anything he does it to butterflies too and like <gasps> he, he's never he's never killed a butterfly but because they get away but like he's definitely tried but he totally launched himself right onto a a lanternfly and killed it i was like good job two treats (laughs) yeah the reason why they're bad is they kill trees especially fruit trees so Mm -hmm. very bad you know if we want our wine 
They got to go. And fruit. They're going to kill all the wine. <laughs> they're going to kill all the wine. Or not the wine, the grape trees. Like they were all over our fig trees and I was spraying them every single day. I would go out there and be like, die, die with the spray. <laughs> I'm not really a bug hater, but I hate those. <laughs> So this one is from Zesty Closehead 1798. He said, we were taught that Wikipedia is an unreliable source so that we could discredit anyone posting the truth on there. I think that's a hot take. Yeah, I find it to be pretty reliable. (laughs) I've never questioned anything on that website in my life. But like I said earlier, I trust everything I read on the internet. That's a joke, by the way. But I guess like it makes sense like if we were going to create a website that anyone could add to at any point, it makes sense that they would want to always have an out. If something was on there that was like that the government or somebody thought felt threatened by, it would it's like an easy out to be like, well, it's Wikipedia. Yeah. Anyone could post something on there. Exactly. Don't trust it. I use it for a lot of things, so okay if i if i feel like i need to know the truth about something i read one paragraph on wikipedia and i'm like i have the answers this is the truth um my next one is something probably everyone's heard about but it still is like how's how do we not know anything and that's the whole mattress store conspiracy there's a new mattress store like i just saw in like a grand opening of a new mattress store (laughs) and i'm like i literally don't understand there are so many in township (laughs) yeah there's so many i don't understand i've never seen a single like i don't know a single person that goes to a mattress store to buy a mattress i bought my mattress online i've never i have no intention of ever going to a mattress store wait it's just bizarre well you didn't say what the theory is oh the theory is that they're a front (laughs) (laughs) they're like a front for something illegal yeah like laundering and whatnot yeah money laundering drugs who knows but it's just weird to me i don't understand how they stay in business when no one goes in there i've also heard that they could possibly instead of having big warehouses they just have all the little stores to hold all the inventory. That's interesting. I don't know. But I feel like that would be expensive because storefronts, the rents are pretty damn high. Yeah, there's literally more mattress stores than grocery stores in the town that Rachel and I grew up in. Yeah, it's bizarre. And there's still more opening up and there's no one in the ones that are already open. So <laughs> what's happening? All right, what's your next one? This one is from Potential Meringue 6. They said, there are, there are a bunch of fake bot accounts on social media stirring the pot to keep us fighting each other. And I totally believe this and it totally works. And like, don't get me wrong, there are very real issues in this country that are worth getting angry over. However, I will say that like scrolling through TikTok and reading some of the comments will definitely like feed into my already existing anger so much. And then it's like, I'll be thinking about like what someone said for a while, like, oh my God, I can't believe a person would say this or believe this. And it's like, bitch, who are you mad at right now? And how, and how is it helping? And I feel like it's like a tangible example to back up the theory that like the more against each other we are, the more the government thrives. Why am I getting mad over something that someone said on TikTok? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're fake bots. I think some of them definitely could be. Maybe. I just think, like, it's believable that people would have those opinions, even though, like, you don't agree with them. Yeah, but, like, it could be a, it could be both. I don't know. I think it depends what kind of video. Like, there's definitely some rant, like, maybe political videos or, or something like that. But I feel like just a normal person, when they get, like, hate or, like, there's, like, fights breaking out in the comments, like, I just don't think those are bots. I think those are 
people just like fighting and I just think it's so funny like I love reading like comments because like I don't think I yeah I've never gotten in an argument online with someone because why would I like who cares I've never commented on a TikTok in my entire life yeah same (laughs) I don't plan to either actually I probably have like once or twice but I've never like it's never to be like argue with someone I can't imagine doing that yeah or those people have ever seen those like comments that were just so unnecessary like they had to point something out that they didn't like about the person or like something they'd said in the video that was just like oh I love the ones where people flip furniture and people freak out if they paint the furniture I'm like there are there's plenty of wood furniture to go around freak out why because they're mad that they painted over the wood like they get actually mad oh my god people (laughs) leave their furniture on the curb like freaking get over yeah. it like are you mad at them like, like the person will be like i literally found this in the trash and i flipped it and made it pretty and people will be like i can't believe you painted over that like you have no style and everything looks the same and that ugly and like this chick is making money out here and you're sitting there bitching in the comments i don't understand um there was a reddit thread asking what's a conspiracy theory you genuinely believe and someone said (laughs) someone commented and said the government posts this question on here every few weeks to find out what we know (laughs) and then someone else said the government encourages belief in conspiracy theories because at least it makes them look like they know what they're doing and then someone else said the cia invented the term conspiracy theory yeah who knows what's happening in our government the only way to know is to to get in there you definitely have to be careful though because like there's people on both sides i think that are like making bad conspiracies that are just to spread fear so i always think you should take conspiracy theories with a grain of salt it's a theory i'm trying to look for when the term conspiracy theory was like coined because i want to know if it if it happened after like a historical event yeah it was popularized in the 1950s I thought it would be like after JFK for some reason. Anyway, continue. I like this person's conspiracy theory. It's by Worship Strength. (laughs) Worship Strength. Okay, that we are actually dreaming on a spaceship traveling 100 million light years across the universe. And when you die, it's just you waking up to do routine maintenance on the ship before you go back down for another sleep, which accounts for the feeling of deja vu or past lives. That's a good one. They really made a good job making this seem as real as possible. And also, some of the shit they put in my dream, I have some complaints. Seriously. But then, like, how how can you be, like, having... If this is a dream, and then you dream realistic dreams while you're sleeping? Yeah, why do I need to sleep then? Interesting. I don't, I don't think I believe that. No, of course not. <laughs> We're not on a spaceship. I mean, we could be on a spaceship, but I don't think our bodies are like in hypersleep or anything. I think if anything, we're like in a jar, like an alien science project. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or like a little ecosystem in a jar, you know? But then how, how's there like the whole universe? It's a big jar. It's, we're in a snowflake. Like Like the the Grinch. Grinch. (laughs) Or we're on a flower, like um, Horton Hears a Who. Yeah. That would be still the, the whole like being on a snowflake and it's a single snowflake. Just like, I'm like where's like is this in another world like i'm so confused like can you zoom out a little more and see where the snowflake is i know like that could be a whole nother movie it could be a movie i guess that's true like they never showed where where the snowflake is exactly i'm like is there a world in every snowflake 
And what world is the snowflake in? There's so many unanswered questions. <laughs> so many questions. Okay, I have a good one in honor of us going to Italy in a few weeks, which we are, and we're very excited. So this person says, the Vatican is hiding stuff. Oh, and my boyfriend has mentioned this to me, like, multiple times. Like, he said, I, and I've, like, been brushing him off, like, like, what are you talking about? He said, like, Lexi, you need to sneak into the Vatican and see what they're hiding in there. I'm like, okay, babe, let's get you to bed. We're going to Nicholas Cage it. And then I literally <laughs> went on Reddit, and someone said, the Vatican is hiding stuff old scrolls forgotten books all sorts of stuff and someone said i really don't think this is a conspiracy theory which it's not they actually do have a library i really don't think this is a conspiracy theory if you want to have a look at a book a scroll whatever from the vatican archive you need to request that book kicker is they don't publish a list of their inventory so you need to know what is already in there and then he said there's also there's also a lot of conflicting religious texts out there and maybe like that's some of what they're hiding because they it was like piled up religious texts that went against christianity that they didn't want people to read and i googled it and i just like googled vatican hidden books and it's literally called the vatican secret archives and it includes state papers correspondence account books and many other documents that the church has accrued over the centuries and it's separate from the vatican library like there is a vatican library and then there's a secret archive and it was separated in the 17th century how insane is that (laughs) one of the questions was how many books are in the vatican secret library and it said it has 1.1 million printed books like who knows what's in there we should like sneak off from our tour and find the library it's just like oh my god and i won't go on my alphabet versus the goddess tangent i won't do it not today but it's insane to think like okay like how many but like religious texts were there probably so many and like the the kings and queens and the governments got to literally pick and choose what they wanted their people to read and then when the printing press came like okay which book do we want to crank out obviously the bible and like that's why we have it now so it's like there were so many things just like the bible who knows and people just got to choose which ones got out into the world yeah there's so many things throughout history that are either hidden or lost and it's just crazy we'll never know so when we go to rome that's the first thing on our agenda we need how do we find out what's in there if we need to request a book let's request a book while we're there i don't know if like the average person can just like go to the library and be like can i request a book we can say that we're very scholarly i feel like it's like has to be like an institute or something I don't know if that, like a person could just do that. And I don't even know how we would find it. It's a huge place. We would get lost. Okay. <laughs> and then probably arrest it for being somewhere we shouldn't be. There's this article that says the top 10 things possibly hidden in the Vatican Library. And it's like religious artic- artifacts, the bones of St. Peter, secular historical proof of Jesus' existence. I don't believe any of this because it's like... Why are these aren't things that like would go against them? These are things that would like prove their faith. The devil, okay. <laughs> the devil <laughs> the put it in there. In the, <laughs> the devil himself. No, I feel like it definitely they'd be more likely to hide the things that would have hurt them in the past. Like you know what okay. I mean? Well, whoever wrote this article has no idea. Let's be honest. <laughs> Evidence of aliens. Okay, I don't think the Vatican has. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe someone way back hundreds of years ago wrote about how he encountered aliens. And they hit it. 
So that's a good one. That's a juicy one. Rome is like very, it feels like it has lots of secrets. Mysterious. Because it's so old. Yes. Well, for sure. Well, something about the Catholic Church just screams secrets, if you ask me. But But just because it's so old and everything's ancient looking. I'm very excited to go there. I've never been there. Do you have any more? I have like one more. It's about the beauty industry. Someone wrote, am I crazy for thinking that skincare products only worsen acne so that the companies can make more money? Acne products tend to be scammy by nature because the root cause of acne is not in the skin itself. Inflammation in the skin is just a visible marker of systematic inflammation in the body as a whole. And to treat it on a skin deep level without addressing the underlying issues that cause it, it's not going to work. But it does keep people going back for more products or treatments, hoping the next one will do the trick. Most acne, I am convinced, is caused by eating a diet full of ultra-refined carbohydrates, highly processed foods, and seed oils. But endocrine-disrupting chemicals may also be partly responsible. Women going on hormonal birth control as an acne treatment is common and often effective when nothing else is. And then she was saying like how her grandma was telling her like acne wasn't really that big of a thing when she was young. Like people would get pimples, but wouldn't really get like a full face. Not like the severe acne. Yeah. And I totally believe that like the stuff we're eating is probably horrible for our skin. Like that's why I think I had really bad acne in high school because I just ate sugar and processed foods every day. That's interesting. I do think that nutrition I don't mean I'm I obviously am not a nutritionist or a doctor but I do think that nutrition is probably like the root cause of 90% of our problems like how could it not be yeah and it's really hard to not eat any processed foods and think about the amount of industries that absolutely thrive off of us having these problems so like the industries that thrive off of people having acne, the beauty industry, the insecurities, the companies that thrive off of women being on birth control, the companies that like the weight loss industry, like there's just there's so many industries. So there's no reason to be like, well, why do you have acne? It's just a matter of, well, what are we going to sell you for it? Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't have to rely on all these skin treatments and products to have clear skin. I think there's definitely underlying issues. And of course, like not everyone has a time or money to figure that out. Right. And also it's really hard to eat like a super clean diet in today's world, especially if you don't have the money. And like I love almond flour pancakes and almond flour is like $11. Like a lot of most people can't afford to just buy almond flour. Like it's so expensive, but like it's technically healthier than like just regular flour. Like stuff like that. It's just... It is hard to, you know. It's hard. I will say, though, I and I'm not she's not paying us to say this. Like, I'm not like plugging her business or anything. But I did take a labels masterclass with Casey Goins, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And she it was like very basic, like ingredient label reading that I and I'm not familiar with that at all I never like I don't know what I'm looking at and it really was so helpful and now I can look at some of the things that I routinely buy and be like okay this isn't so bad or like oh this is actually garbage and the Kodiak cake pancake mix like the protein pancake mix the ingredients really aren't that bad and their pancakes are amazing so you should give it a try yeah I like their chocolate ones But yeah, she did talk about like the things to avoid at all costs and basically all the seed oils. If you see that, just put put that shit back on the shelf. Sunflower oil, canola oil, palm oil, all the oils. Palm oil is 
awful for the environment. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I hate palm oil because they're cutting down the rainforest. But everything has palm oil. Like if you look at any processed food, it probably has palm oil. That's just something, especially peanut butter and almond butter and all of those butters. There's a good chance they have palm oil. So try to find the brands that don't have palm oil. I believe Smucker's Natural does not have palm oil. And I also have been eating this one. Justin's. I'm pretty sure Justin's. No, they do. I've looked. Oh, she's educated. Because yeah. <laughs> I look when I go to the store, I like look at all of them. And I'm like shocked by some of them that are like all like healthy and like, you know, and then they have palm oil. And not because of like the health. To me, it's like. It's the principle. A mor- it's like a moral your marketing thing. Is like an- oh, and also a big thing that she taught us is that all natural means absolutely nothing. Which like I kind of knew, but like yeah. it's something to think about. Like all natural, that tells you literally nothing. Sorry, continue. Um, I've been using this one called Wild Friends peanut butter, and it's super creamy and runny. So, like, if you like to, like, use it in different recipes and you need to not be, like, thick and chunky, that one's really good. And it doesn't have palm oil. It's literally called Wild Friends. So, like, they're all about, like, being kind to animals. Hence why they don't have it in it. And I found that at Acme. I don't know, like, where else they sell it. But just look at labels. Like, figure out what things you don't want in your foods and just look at your labels yeah and it doesn't have to like you can pick things to prioritize like it doesn't have to be like a oh I also realized like the further down on the list it is the less abundant it is in the product so like if something has if if a product has something questionable in it but it's at the bottom of the list like maybe don't like beat yourself up over it you know what I mean like you don't have it doesn't have to be like restrictive yeah and that's why I wonder with some of these peanut butters and almond butters when it's like three ingredients and one of them is palm oil or four ingredients, maybe. I'm like, how much palm oil is in this? Yeah. There's only like so much ingredients. I started making my own peanut butter. Like I just buy the peanuts and I blend it up and I will never buy peanut butter again. I just feel so much better about myself. If you have a blender for that, I think that's really smart. Okay. I have one more. Okay. <clears throat> this is the extra mayo. And they said Atlantis was real. <laughs> It was located. <laughs> it was located in Northwest Africa, and I've also like heard that it could have been in the Bahamas or Ibiza. So like, no one knows where the hell it was. But this person thinks it was in Northwest Africa. It wasn't an advanced futuristic society that sunk to the bottom of the ocean, but it was a port city with wider access to information and the latest technological advancements and was washed away in the great flood depicted in numerous cultures and religions. Its reputation and fate were exaggerated over the years, as does often happen with documented historical accounts. Someone commented and said the sea level has risen around 120 meters in the past 15,000 years, well within the bounds of human civilization. The amount of land that sank is staggering, and we've barely looked. Some notable areas are in the Bay of Bengal, uh, Egypt, plus you have the Doga Bank between the UK and mainland Europe. This person just listed like a list of places that were that have been like sunk in the sea level. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, that's so amazing. Like, I don't even think about that normally that so much land has been underwater yeah like why did atlantis have to be this like fantasy futuristic unrealistic place like why couldn't it just be like because it's more fun well i know but like (laughs) 
it's also like okay why couldn't they be technologically advanced and then like we just lost that civilization there's so many lost civilizations it's very interesting i wish sometimes that my job was to be like one of those scientists that studies lost civilizations an archaeologist yeah i don't know if there's like some a different job for studying like under the water I don't know, whatever job that is, that would be really fascinating to be like on your ship and be like, oh my God, we found something. We found an artifact. That'd be so cool. You'd probably take your entire career to find like one thing, but it'd be worth it. That'd be fun. It'd be a lot more fun than sitting at a desk all day. And it's also interesting to think about like if there were these lost civilizations that were very technology or technologically advanced then like what if it's just like a never-ending cycle of like society becoming very advanced and then we destroy ourselves or something happens and we're wiped out and then we have to evolve all over again and then all over again like that's also an interesting theory that i like yeah i kind of believe that one like we're already on the verge of destroying ourselves like why couldn't that have happened before yeah i mean civilizations have been wiped out before like the roman empire boop gone Bloop. they destroyed themselves Bloop. there's so many examples but all right that's that's a <laughs> lot of history and like we need a historian if you know a historian or you are a historian come on our podcast now i want to watch one of those like history shows ancient aliens i want to watch ancient aliens now but i have to go to work not even like the aliens part just like ancient civilizations i think there's a show on that so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it got you thinking about things that you don't even need to be thinking about <laughs> but Follow us on Instagram, Secrets of Nature Podcast. Watch our YouTube channel. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I hope you have an amazing day or night wherever you are. Until next Friday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.